So hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Daft Crunch podcast. They said we'd never we'd never get here, Sean, but we did. We're hanging on. We're hanging on. We're about six podcasts ahead of my prediction, I think, when we first started this. I thought we'll get bored. It's locked. It's a lockdown hobby, but we're still here. You can on our own week. To be fair, you can only find five at the moment online, but we're going to address. <laughs> yeah, we we are having uh, you know eternal. Well, I'm having eternal sound engineer, podcast engineer issues. So uh, yeah, we'll leave that. Nobody wants to hear about that. So Sean, should we jump in? We've got no guest managers this week. They we were we were too disorganised ourselves. We were, we, yeah, we were late. Right, but let's blame them as well. Come on, they need to step up. It's outrageous, really, that we're here. We're not. So uh, they, they begged us to do this podcast in the first place. Begged us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, look, let's have a review of the week, Sean. How's it? How's it gone? I think. Uh, I think we all know how this is. There's a definite trend on how things are going week to week. You're seeing bigger smile on your face every time I look at you. I do, but it was t- it was a tight week, really. So the highest score was 49, which I didn't even realise it was myself that got that with beverage. The lowest being 28, which was Lewis. So he had another stinker. Oh, sorry, the lowest was 23, Jamie. But really, yeah. Jamie, 23. Lewis, 28. You know, they had complete stinkers. Liam at the top only had 30. But then everyone else was sort of late 30s to late. Mid-40 range. 44 for me, yeah. Happy days. So yeah, there's, life in, there's life in the team. Yeah, well, I think, you, you know, you had a good you know, a bit closer to Jamie as well. So Lewis, Lewis back where he belongs on the bottom. There was no bottom. two movers really, was yourself. And then uh, Ben moved up to joint third. Um, but I've made up a bit on Liam, so I'm happy. I'm only eight points behind him. It's a good league. It's a good league, certainly at the top. It's really tight at the top. What yeah. we got? We got five, four teams within 20 points. Yeah. So when we redraft and, and throw him back up in the air again, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, and the time has come. I think next week we're going to really get into the redraft and what that will look like. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Some, some big announcements. Should we, uh, we'll, we'll throw in a few wild cards and mess things up for people. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do the announcement on the pod. So if they don't listen to the pod, then uh, if they won't get, they won't know exactly what what fast tricks we're pulling on them. So uh, I think I might need to, you know, pull out a few. Yeah. As league commissioner, I might have to sort of bring up some new rules that sort of clearly benefit me but we'll see yeah i think you're gonna have to pull some out of the bag but i think you'll be making the rules so i'm sure you'll do okay (laughs) yeah exactly this is a dictatorship not a democracy so yeah let's have a let's have a look at the transactions that have been going on i'm gonna raise my hand again and say if about the fifth week running i forgot to do my transactions it's just beyond the joke unbelievable uh, what i'm actually going to do i'm actually going to go into my outlook calendar now find the reminder for next week and set like a one a one day reminder on it because i never remember it's a nightmare unbelievable it was an early one this week it does catch a few people but uh yeah you could see who was ready there was eight transactions in total and i think that was across four or five managers so um yeah no nothing I t- nothing really shocked me you know uh van der beek seems to be in and out and he's back out again uh, yeah, Barkley's carrying an injury, but Ant's moved in early for him, which I think is a fair shout. Uh, Beveridge has punted on Pogba, but I think he was a consideration. You know, yeah, I can see that he he seems like he's in the shop window these days with his with his agent pushing for January. He's almost like a switch turned on in his head and said, "Yes, Paul, go and play some football now." Yeah. And he's yeah, it's in your interest now, so he's actually off his ass and doing it. Two games. Well, we've got obviously there's games this weekend, and then games Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday as well. 
So the chances are there's going to be a bit of rotation. So you'd expect players to get games uh, like that maybe wouldn't usually. But um, yeah, well, I, I got rid of Ziyech. So this was purely a decision based on the fact that we only have so many games left now. We've got eight games yeah. left and Ziyech is expected to be out for the 26. So to me, that's three games and that's three games too many. So I've actually yeah. got rid of a player that and I've then you look at the running of those games he's, he's got. You know, they're quite tough games. Man City at home, Leicester away. There's some toughies in there. But I'm sure someone will snap him up for Fulham away I'm sure on, get, on, on game week 19. I'm sure they will. So I brought in Perez, which is a bit of a gamble. He wasn't even making the bench for eight games, but he played last week and scored. Uh, didn't play through the week, so I'm hoping they might, you know, give him another chance or at least play one of the next two games. So, yeah, so some interesting ones. Haller is back. Uh, John's got Haller. He seems, he seems to come and go. We're sort of seeing <laughs> the same names come come up, really. Fabio Silva. So what's your, what's your verdict on Fabio Silva? Is this going to be someone they throw back to Portugal in a couple of years on loan and we never hear of him again? 35 yeah. million for a lad who played 53 minutes of senior football. Bizarre. So uh, Liam's punted on him, but I just don't see him starting games, even though they've not got a forward. I think they're gonna they're gonna power on with playing the, the front three of you know the attacking midfielders really. Yeah. I'm not yeah, he's uh, he looks like he needs a loan move somewhere. He needs football, but uh yeah, we'll see. It's a bit of a pun, it could come off, but I'm not convinced on that one, to be honest. He's probably brilliant in training. Yeah. <laughs> got a good agent, but uh <laughs> What what I was interested in, the free transfers are quite interesting. So Ben's brought in Henderson for March, which I think is fair enough. Henderson will play games. Um, Lewis has brought in Holden, which although Arsenal are in bad form, they've actually got some good fixtures coming up now. They've got two yeah. home games in the next week. Holden is playing. So I think that's a good move. Yeah, I mean, I know we're playing our European side, but I wasn't inspired by the fact that we couldn't keep a clean sheet against... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dundalk from Ireland, yeah, it's not so good. But I see that you're pulling out a strategy that you had a lot last year, and you kind of done it recently with West Ham. You had two West Ham defenders, but you got rid of one, I think, last week. And I noticed you've lost your other one now and brought in. Yeah, you've gone double Newcastle. Double Newcastle. It's not just about one week for me. I'm looking two, three weeks in advance. So yeah, we've got Newcastle got some reasonable yeah, matches coming yeah, up. West Brom at home leads away Fulham at home, so. You're going to go, I guess you're going to be doubling up and hoping for two clean sheets out of three, I would say. Oh, yeah. If I get two, I'll be delighted. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. (laughs) No, interesting, though. So, yeah, that was some transactions, really. So, there's only so much available and you're seeing the young players come along. But there's a few injuries, which makes it a bit interesting because then you have to move. Um, But I think we're going to cover off maybe, I'll try to see if there's any sort of hidden gems that we're going to cover off a bit later. Yeah. We'll see if I'm talking madness or there is something in it okay well let's uh let's have a chat about pick of the week and uh pick of the week so uh i've got a couple but who do you want to do you want to go what you got yeah sure yeah so pick of the week let me see oh uh, yeah so i had two to three so i put two players together kane and son you know to- okay yeah yeah incredible they just keep scoring and assisting each other um and it's, it's annoying, really, that they keep doing it. Surely Kane will get injured soon. And Son, his stats, like, there's no way he can maintain it. It's something like 20 shots and 10 goals. He's, like, he's averaging a goal every two shots, which is just incredible. 
but uh, but surely it won't continue. But both of them deserve uh, deserve a shout out. But uh, interesting to see how that contract negotiation is going with Son, isn't it? Because then there must be there be other clubs throwing money at him now. You'd have thought so. And then yeah. the other one I did was uh, a player I transferred in last week, which I do think was a brilliant free transfer. If you have to say so yourself. Yeah, I watched Giroud though. I was surprised no one had picked him. Yeah. So I went in there. His like he's obviously not been playing, so I, it was a punt whether he'd start, but really pleased he did. And actually, his last six Premier League starts, he scored six goals. You know, he's scoring and he should have scored two or three last week. You know, he yeah. should have. So it looks like he's going to start again this weekend. I don't think he's a long-term pick, but you never know. I might get enough game weeks out of him to the redraft. Uh, I think, I think it's, a, it's a great pick as well because I think it fits that fantasy scenario, right? He's probably, he might get thrown on for the last 10, 15 minutes, but that seems to me like the strategy if maybe Chelsea are losing and because they're doing quite well at the moment, if he doesn't play, he'll probably just sit on the bench and be rested for the whole 90 minutes. And they've got enough options. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's what I need, really. That's what you don't want. It's just players that are coming on for 15 minutes. The Cavani, the Cavani quarter of the match. We'll see if Cavani. Do you think Cavani will start this week? Uh, ooh, I don't, do you know, I just, I doubt it. I doubt it. But yeah, I, I hope he does, but I doubt it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. So yeah, right. My pick of the week and prick of the week. So, um, I think these might surprise you a little bit. So and I don't want to be too aggressive about prick of the week, but I'm going to go with Arteta. And only because I'm a huge Arteta fan. I'm still very much in his camp, so don't yeah. get the wrong idea. I just think that the Tottenham-Arsenal game was just, you could have seen it coming, couldn't you? It was just, it was so obvious that we, it felt to me, if it was a boxing match, we didn't want the centre of the ring. We didn't want to be dictating. We wanted to be counter-attacking. So, it might have ruined the game, but we should have just sat back super cautiously anyway. Um, so the chances of us conceding a goal, particularly first half, we should have said, look, the chances of us conceding a goal on the break is 0%. We're not going to give you any opportunity to you know, to, to break upon us. Um, so, yeah, that just seemed a bit obvious. A bit like a, it was a bit like a Wenger era sort of thing where you sort of knew what was going to happen, yeah. where we'd have all the possession, but inevitably... You know, what was that United match where they, they won 1-0 and didn't have a shot on target? That was, uh, yeah. So, as a bit, I mean, Tottenham are just so good at counter-attacking. It just seemed obvious that you'd just sit in. They're at home. They're top of the league or close to it at the time. Come on, show us what you can do. Big, it's, a, it's a big run of games now, though. You look like Burnley at home, Southampton at home. Like, the next yeah. is massive. Then Everton away, Chelsea at home, Brighton, West Brom, Palace, Newcastle. It's not. It's going to sound cliche, but there really isn't that many easy games. Because no, I think the top seven or eight are like. I mean, when you say like we've got Southampton at home, I'm like, oh god, that'll be tough. <laughs> Unless you're really on it as a team and like you're turning people over. Yeah, it's it's not, there aren't that many easy games. Burnley at home has to be one of them. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. So the pick of the week I had. I did struggle this week, but I put um, Semedo at Wolves. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was Liverpool, but I thought Wolves struggled. But since he's come in, he's just really failed to deliver. And, you know, finishing it off with an own goal, you know, own goals are always unlucky. But I think he got minus two points last week. <laughs> we just had like, yeah, he got minus two points last week. So if you get minus points without a red card, I'm always impressed at that. So 
yeah, take some, take some going. So my my pick of the week, and it's a signing that I've made as well. Yeah, is uh, Benteke. So a uh, little bit of a desperation signing, but if you go on the, I mean, he's got he's got the attributes apart from obviously a first touch. He's got the attributes to score goals in that Palace side. I mean, it's a it's a woy side, isn't it? You know, it's it, they will play the ball long. They will put crosses in. So you kind of imagine if he plays, and you know he's he's got two goals. So maybe now he's shaken off his his bad run that's been lasting what two and a half, three years, maybe longer. Yeah, <laughs> he has scored goals in this league. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, uh, and uh, that, those are two important goals. So um, yeah, he's uh, gone straight into that and straight into my side. Fair play. Yeah, that was a recent one. That wasn't there ten minutes ago. No, no. Lot, lot, some might call it desperation. Some might say last minute. But yeah, mm. Benteke is uh, wow. is in. So, um, yeah, no. Well, we'll see. You know, I, I don't think it will harm you by taking Brewster out. No, I, I don't know what's going on with Brewster. He doesn't mm. seem to. Uh, you you know that manager better than me. I mean, they're losing, but he doesn't want to shake things up, really, does he? He's sort of he's got strikers that are not scoring, but he just still sticks to them every week. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I believe in him. He believes in, you know, what he does. But, yeah, it's just bizarre. I don't know. They just don't look like scoring goals. And Brewster was supposed to be a big part of that. But uh, I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. No, well, big Brewster, Brewster's got a good record in the Championship. He'll get a chance to uh, to light it up again next year, perhaps. Exactly that, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Okay, right. So um, we're going to try something new. You, you've been uh, working on a top five list. So yeah. uh, what do you want to start with, Sean? What's your top five? Explain um, what the category is exactly. So we've got we've got a few different categories. So we've been looking at, I looked at top five players that we should give up on. So players that are currently picked uh, that I think it's time maybe to throw them in the bin. Uh, okay. And I think you've been looking at the five players that you think are going to you know, they might be on low points now, but by the time the week 19 comes, they're going to have scored, you know, a lot more points. And then also I just tried, it was a bit challenging, but I just went through the available players and I've also managed to come up with five players that might be worth a pick or a pick or a punt, probably a bit of both. Wild card. If I, yeah, exactly that. But if I start with the five to give up on, interestingly, Brewster was one of them made. Oh, okay. Yes, well, he's just—he's just been binned. So, yeah, I yeah. think we can all give up on Brewster. I think you know the thing that kills it is you know he's—it's not like if he wasn't scoring but playing ninety minutes, at least you're getting a couple of points, and that all adds up in draft. To, you know, but if he's coming off the bench as well, so good shout there. The other ones, I think it's time to get rid of the obvious one that you will be shocked that somebody still has him, but Delhi Alley. Come. Who's got Deli Alley? Ange brought him in a few weeks ago, and he's oh. which, like it just it it must annoy you, Aid, that your second bottom, Ange <laughs> third, and he put <laughs> in Deli Alley and still has him. Like it's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm coming for Ange in the redraft. Don't Thank worry, after the redraft, just unbelievable. I couldn't believe he was picked. Uh, and then the other ones, probably a bit harsher, but I've gone. I think because there's some good defensive value out there. I think the time Ben probably should get rid of Gary um, Gary Dockey, Matt Dockey. Gary Dockey, what a legend. But uh, Matt Dockey, he's just not playing enough. He probably will start some games, but I just think there's value. The only thing out there is 
defenders. So I think once Mr. Mourinho's not a fan, you're kind of never going to get a run of games, really. Um, staying on Spurs, uh, Gareth Bale. You know, right. yeah. I think Lewis... He's got, he's got a big smile on his face. He looks... He looks happier on the Spurs bench, sat there, uh, and he's a more active substitute doing his stretches and everything than he was at Real Madrid. At Real Madrid, he, <laughs> he looked thoroughly annoyed. So I just think since he's joined, you know, the last three games, he's not got on the pitch. Now, they were yeah. tough games, so there's no doubt when Spurs have tough games, he's not he's not going to play. And they've got Liverpool, they've got Leicester coming up. He, do, he doesn't trust him, does he? Not for yeah, the system. Not at all. So I think yeah. I would give up on Bale. I mean, you're tuning up against Arsenal. You've got 10 minutes to go. Yeah. You think you might throw him on. I mean, isn't that I would have thought. Even but he's, he's throwing on his, his sixth fullback or something. He's Mourinho. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still a bit scarred by the weekend. Last, last, night, last night, even subbing him at 58 minutes was slightly bizarre. He had just had a good, he had just had a good chance. I think he'd hit the bar and then the goal came from that, from what I'd read. But Slightly bizarre. And then the other one, which I've actually seen some FPL Twitter accounts recommending to get this player in because they think he might get his chance soon. But um, Niketia. Early Niketia. Yeah. Yeah, there's an argument. He might, he might, he is doing the same thing as Brewster, isn't he? He is getting yeah. those final few minutes of games, which obviously gives you that dreaded one point. Yeah. And, uh, and he's not, he is scoring very nicely on a Thursday in the Europa and he's scoring under 21s and he will score. His, his goals per game in the Prem is good. Unfortunately, yeah, you don't really want to be in that side at the moment if you're a striker at Arsenal. You're yeah. sort of they're not really getting a lot of opportunity, to be honest. So he's probably got just as much chance of scoring while he's sat on the bench as uh, Aubameyang has at the moment of scoring while he's roaming around the penalty area. Not getting a touch all, all game, pretty much, from what I can see. But yes, yeah. so I think it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to replace a Bamiyang, or we're not going to replace a Bamiyang, even Lacazette with Eddie Niketa. And in the go, he's the man for the rest of the season now. He's our solution. I think it's a tough one. And but, the challenge with the forwards as well is there isn't really, you know, there isn't much value out there. But... So next up, I've got my uh, bounce back, bounce back ability awards, top five for bounce back. So, uh, the first one, I'm going to go alphabetical order here. Aguero. Yeah, agreed. So he's got to be... They need him back in that side. You know, they need a forward. Yeah. Whether he can stay fit between now and the re- end, of the, end of the first half of the season, the redraft game week 19, that is the question, isn't it? But if if Because they could rush him back too quick as well. Yeah. But yeah, Aguero's no, number one. So uh, who's, who's currently sat with Aguero? Let me just uh, see. Lewis, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think he scored three, didn't he? And they've said they won't start him this weekend, so maybe he's got a chance of starting through the week. But yeah, I think he will be good. You know, I'm sure he'll score a few before the end of the season. Well, before the end of the redraft, should we say? Yeah. Next up, going in alphabetical order, Abamyang. Pretty obvious. I kind of think, like you said, we've got them slightly easier games coming up. You know, I don't know whether, you know, we we just need a win. I'm not sure it's as simple as that with Arsenal. I think actually it's a bit more complicated, but a win would help with the confidence. A win and a Bamiyang couple of goals would be fantastic. But I could see a Bamiyang, you know, if he got a few and, yeah, the team got a bit more confident, then I could see it happening, to be honest. So, Matt, yeah. I'm just lost for that one. 
Right. Going in uh, alphabetical order, someone we've already spoke about, bounce back, Ben Teke. Hasn't got many points. Hasn't got many points. Oh, 19 points so far, but he's playing now. 90 minutes. His first 90 minutes of the season last week. So uh, I reckon I reckon Roy loves a big lad up front. Come on. So, uh, oh, yeah, I'm not sure how much he's going to do, but let's see. Let's see. If he gets injured, if he gets injured, my next bounce back player is Connor Wickham. I'm only joking. <laughs> That really would be. I'm not sure. Connor Wickham should just hand back his salary. He's, he's literally robbing him. Uh, okay. Uh, next, I'm going alphabetical order, trying to do my alph- alphabet here. So um, it's a slightly strange one. No one's picked him, actually. Um, I've got to get his name's pronunciation right, Sean, because I know you're a stickler for this. Milojevic. Um, Milojevic, I think. Crystal Palace, midfielder. Yeah. So um, I assume he's on pens now. He's back playing. He's, he's had a real interrupted season. Um, but once again, last week, 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's on pens. He takes a lot of the free kicks and corners. And, you know, they do score a lot of goals from set pieces, Palace. So, uh, yeah, he's on my watch list at the moment. I so, you um, getting him in. It sounds like you're tempted. I am, yeah, but my midfield, as you know, Sean, is so awesome. It's just hard to know where to fit him in. So, yeah, it's okay. difficult. <laughs> okay. And uh, last but not least, I- I'm, you know, sticking to what I know, Pulisic, he's got to come good. Because, you know, Lampard loves him. He will play. There's a lot of options for Lampard. I know, obviously, you've got one of them injured now for a while. You're your lad uh, out at Chelsea. But Pulisic, yeah. you've got to imagine, will be back playing now. And uh, it, it'll, it'll score, he'll assist, he'll do the business for Chelsea, hopefully. So, yeah, there's no, my he, he got a goal last week, didn't he? And um, he's a good player as long as he can stay fit, he just seems to pick up a lot of little injuries. But yeah, and no, I'd agree with that. And I, I think he's had that ongoing, he's really just had the one injury, as I'm study, just like the hamstring injury. And they, they, for whatever reason, it's not been looked after right. So, hopefully, they've worked out whatever he needed, like maybe just a longer rest period or something. But yeah. So, yeah, there's the bounce back. So, do you want to go for your wild card? And, uh, yeah, I'll go for we'll see how this gets. You know, you're hearing this first, so you might go for the odd free transfer. So, well, I'm, I'm, I am live now. Yeah, we are, and the transfer window is open. So, uh, right, so I'll be I'm, looking up. I'm going to start off with two from Leicester. So, we've got Pereira, who Ant did bring. Oh, yeah. He, he brought him in last week and has let him go this week. So, I think because he's now out for a bit longer, but they're predicting. 20th December, yeah. So he was one of the highest scorers, you know, last season, I'm sure. So I'm sure someone will get him back in next week. Uh, the problem is when you look at that once again, he, um, he the 20th of December, there's Spurs away and it's Man United at home. Yeah, and then they've also got Chelsea at home before the end of the season. It's a bit, yeah, it's a bit of a tough running for, for Leicester yeah. coming through. But yeah, I'm sure he's worth it. I'm sure he's worth it. And then sticking on Leicester, uh, Soyunku. He's back. Well, he's 25% chance of playing. So You've been working on your pronunciation, Sean. Yeah, I know. I've been practising. <laughs> he started the first four games and then he hasn't played since. But you know, yeah. he's going to be a starter once he's back. So it'll be interesting even the press conferences happen today to see if uh, he could be back this weekend. But it sounds like if not, he'll probably be back through the week. So... He jumps out as a player. Obviously, it's been killing me that I've kept uh, my Leicester player, Castagne, and he's just not... I don't know what's going on with him. But so them two. Then this one's a bit of a weird one. But um, John Stones. 
So okay. it's a long-term pick, but he has played 90 minutes for the last two games. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if he starts this weekend because that will really see how much faith that Pep has got in him. But, uh, but yeah, for a Man City defender that started two 90-minute games in a row, I'm surprised no one's picked him up. Now the other two are forwards. So one of okay. them, you'll have a better opinion on than me. But, um, so it's an Arsenal player, Martinelli. Yeah, fantastic player. Great goal for great goal for game ratio. Yeah. Um, but the question is, when's he back? Well, he played through the week. He played through the week. Yeah, he played. Um, I think he played fifty. I think he might have done a half or maybe 50, 60 minutes through the week in the under twenty ones for that dodgy cup they play with the league teams. Right. Okay. So yeah, he played the first half, and apparently they're up in you know. He, so he's back training. He's He's getting match fitness up. So you'd expect him. My watch list is expanding, Sean. My watch list is expanding. Plus also, he's down as a midfielder. And really, he, he's, you know, left-sided forward. So he's got a goal threat. He's got a goal threat, you know, area. Also with his head. Because <laughs> all this talk about Arsenal not, you know, throwing in crosses, but no one heads the ball. Um, you know, he's not exactly, a, you know, Ben Techie-like from a stature point of view, but he has scored quite a few of his head as well. Yeah, no, so that's so that one. I think someone will go and get him. I would actually be tempted to... I would have moved with him now, but I don't want two Arsenal midfielders. And the final one, and I think this is a good one, Dwight Gale. Now, bear with me. So, Dwight Gale, since he's been at Newcastle, has been in and out. He's coming to the end of his contract However, so I think he's been injured all season, but he's now back training, expected to be potentially on the bench. But last season, from sort of the COVID restart, I don't know how many games there were, eight, ten games maybe, maybe more. I suppose there was more than that, actually. But uh, he was scoring one and two. Wow, yeah. There you go. I'm just, I, I don't have room for a forward, but, you know, I want to help you out, Aid, or help others out. Jamie Denny. He should make all of them, probably. But I have an announcement, Sean. Yeah. There's been a transfer. There's been a transfer. From you? Martinelli, Martinelli has signed for ABCD EFC. Yeah. Big transfer news. Yeah. Fair play. Look at that. I just need, I just need you. I need to come up with a, a segment every week with, uh, you know, like top five defenders. You do all the research because your top five was miles better than mine. Um, which sort of suggests that you're a better manager at this than me, which, you know, I've always argued with the league table, but I'm coming round to it now. But yeah, maybe I just come out of a new segment every week. You do all the research and uh, I do my transfers live. It's funny because this leads nicely. I've been asking for a bit of feedback about the podcast. Right. Okay. And uh, I've been, I'm getting nervous now, Sean. No, I've been getting it dropping in, but the reason it's coming up now is obviously your love of Arsenal, bringing in an Arsenal player. The most brightest review we got, and it was very, it was a good review. So I, I'm shocked. It was, do love a weekly dose of daft crunts. Adrian's head over heart picking of Arsenal players is admirable, but perhaps her head's gone. Sean's, Sean picking up points due to his Man City players as a United fan. I'm sure I can hear him and Jarvis barking for joy in the background. But good to hear the special guest banter. Hope, keep up the good work. So it was positive. But, oh, wow. but I thought I'd bring it up just because... Uh, you know, you're, you're doing it again. You're picking an Arsenal player. But um, I might as well keep with the feedback. Now, the rest of it, I actually asked. That was from someone who listens. But the rest of it is from uh, 
other league managers. Go on then. I said it one I'd like to say, I'd like to say my other league managers are all tossers, but yeah, carry on. No, this one's all right. Revenging first day. Daft Front has a bit of everything. Informed, well-researched opinions, fun games, slick editing, and two fantastic hosts. Actually thinking about it, only one of them is true. Oh, well, it's still worth an hour of your time each week. <laughs> Excellent. Then, See, that's the level of humour. We need that manager on the pod. He needs to come on. Maybe he can have my spot. Yeah, this one's a bit harsh, but I think we're going to prove it right again this week. Uh, I love the pure rawness of this podcast. <laughs> it's almost like we're not preparing. Looks like, looks like you have employed a 10-year-old to be the sound <laughs> <laughs> And then the final one. Uh, which was my favourite one. If you want to listen to a pod to improve your fantasy draft team, I'm sorry, but you've probably come to the wrong place. If you like listening to prolonged silences, dogs barking, and how Chris Wood can save your fantasy team, you're on to a winner with Daft Crunch. <laughs> can you, you need to cut and paste and send that to me. I think that that is the that's either the show notes or the or the actual description of the pod that everyone needs to see. I think that is genius. Whoever wrote yeah. that. Like, it. I can't argue it. It's a good one. So I think, you know, thinking about it, you know, this the podcast is going well. I'm enjoying it. I think you're enjoying it. People that come on enjoy it. But uh, at the end, we do have a host that's failing in the league. We can't do much about that. You know, that's down to yourself and hopefully. I'm pulling my way back, but yeah, it's a yeah. long way back. The editing, you know, I've got to be honest, it comes down to you. It's your time. So I thank you for if you if you were paying for this, you'd be looking for a new provider. Let's be honest. <laughs> Hit and miss. Um, there are five of ten episodes available, but we're going to sort that out. <laughs> I think we need to up our game. I think we need to up our game. Um, you know, you're talking about a sponsor. This feels like this feels like an employee review, Sean. The, the sponsor's not really um, shit sandwich. You, you've promised a lot. No, I'm part of it. You know, I'm half of it. <laughs> you know, I'm taking half the blame, but. We need to up the standards, have the guests. You know, I think it's been good, but, you know, go and find us that sponsor. You've been telling us enough about it. Right. I'm going to get you a sponsor for next week. Next week, we'll have a sponsor. We'll have a big sponsor announcement. I've been uh, I've been doing a little bit of, you know, work on the side, making a few inquiries on the interweb. So uh, I think I've, I've got irons in fire, Sean, but I'm going to, I'm going to close out this deal for yeah. next week. It, I'm not saying it's going to change our lives, but yeah, but it will be, uh, it will be, yeah, it will be noticeable. It'll be noticeable. That's good. I look forward to it. But we've got, so yeah, we'll, we'll be back next week and there would have been two game weeks since then. So it'll be quite interesting to see um, how the two game weeks go because it's a chance for the table to move quite a bit. So uh, I'm quite excited, but hopefully them top fives were good, good fun. So hopefully yeah, will help. And we'll have a sponsor. We'll have a, a proper podcast with a sponsor and some proper sound editing, um, yeah, and a proper guest next week. So we're back, back on form, back stronger, back stronger. Has to pop. Right. <laughs> on that note, thanks a lot, Aid, and uh, right. you no luck, and we'll speak soon. Yeah, no luck as well to you, mate. We'll speak soon. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.